So please join me in welcoming Vanessa Davis. Thank you, thank you so much for coming, and thank you for bringing your dogs. That's pretty exciting. Um, I uh, this is oh, I, am I causing interference? I think it's a little squealy. Okay. I think yeah, that's good. Okay. Thank you. Um, so this is a re-release of my book Spaniel Rage. I drew Spaniel Rage in 2003 and 4 when I was living in New York and I had never drawn comics before. I thought um, I was sort of interested in this comics thing and I might give it a try. I didn't really know where to begin so I had had a teacher when I was younger who, um, a painting teacher who encouraged us well actually he did this project where he did a small painting every day and by the time I saw it, he had done it for f several years. And so I saw all, like, hundreds of these paintings put together and the impact of seeing all of these things just, like, little by little coming together and becoming one big thing was really, um, it made a really big impression on me. And so I figured if I didn't know where to start and I didn't know what the end product, how to plan the end product, I could just do something little by little and see what happened. Um, and so that became Spaniel Rage. Uh, I decided to draw one thing a day in my sketchbook, and I would figure out as I went along uh, what to include. And so um, when I first started, this was the most obvious thing I thought to draw. Um, I was really excited to be getting busy. Um, and then the next day I found myself at work, was, and I was like, well, what do you draw today? Like, you're just at work. You're at work at 8 a.m. or like 9.30 a.m. You're at work at 2 p.m. and at 4 p.m. It's kind of the same. Um, uh, May 13, 2003, I was talking to my sister on the phone I was pretty sure, I, I think I have food poisoning. She, she said, oh, lucky, you'll lose so much weight. <laughs> uh, and then in the middle of the night, I was dreaming about Wicked, which was the book, the book I'm reading, and I was all caught up in its world and Henry Darger's thinking Galinda and the Glandolinians were making me throw up for their war. <laughs> I worked at the American Folk Art Museum, so I was learning about all of these folk artists and outsider artists, so Henry Darger, and I don't know, it was all floating around in there. Um, May 14th, having the same conversation with Colin, Bess, and Will. And I don't remember what this conversation was. I think, I think it was trying to convince Colin to go out with me. And everyone else was like, that's not going to happen. Um, uh, my roommate Bess participated in a play, and there was a guy in the play named Mr. Clown. And, uh, and she and she and Mr. Clown had some energy. Weird sparks between Bess and Mr. Clown, both of us having the same dirty thoughts about him on the way home. Uh, I, I, uh, I, living in New York as a, as a young 20-something was really fun, um, and it was also sort of like the all of the people I was meeting, it was sort of the beginnings of this kind of like, like hippie-ish, sex positive, kind of like anything goes kind of outlook that I had definitely not had going to high school in the 90s when everyone was really, I don't know, kind of like judgmental and uptight. And so uh, so I I think, you know, I, I, my roommate Bess um, 
influenced me to like make out with a lot of really like weird people. And then <laughs> I had other friends who who you know uh, who kind of like through peer peer not pressure but peer suggestion kind of broadened my horizons. Um, but you know that's what that time is all about. Um, on May 16, 2003, Sandy L. called to tell my mom that Dale suddenly died. Um, and Sandy and Dale are like my family's close family friends. And so it was this weird situation because my mother was visiting New York and we were all together at Vinnie's of Carroll Gardens. Everyone was talking and having fun, but I was annoyed at them. You're all so loud. It's an Italian restaurant, but we're not Italian. <laughs> um... And I just was like, I think I was weirded out because we were all having fun, even though we like were clearly compartmentalizing that this like man that we loved had died. Um, and then I told my friend Emily about these things my mom bought me. They're called underglows. They're like these. They're kind of like tap pants, is what I think they're actually called. They're like these. It's like a slip, but with shorts, and they're really convenient. Um, after dinner, they kept asking me about Colin, but they called him Cohen. How was your date with Cohen? It's Cohen on the phone. <laughs> uh, May seventeenth, two thousand three. My ten-year-old cousin Max and I threw simultaneous tantrums, but his was over first. <laughs> Being because I would get really irritated with my family all the time. My cousin at the time was ten. Now he's like twenty-three. At the time, Max was like, "I want to read your book," and I'm like, "You can't read it." And now he, you know, now he's like the age that I was when I drew it, which is weird. Uh, but that's what happens with time. Um, uh, walking on uh, Canal Street with my mom. Don't pick that. A dog probably peed on it. We made wishes on it anyway. Um, I loved walking around New York with my mom because my mother, my whole family's from New York, and I grew up, they moved to Florida right before I was born. And uh, so I had this kind of like non-connection connection to New York where I felt like it was my town, even though it definitely isn't or wasn't. And, uh, and But when my mother would visit, you know, um, it was like I kind of got to be in her New York. So not that this comic reflects that, but... Uh, <laughs> May 21st, 2003, the over-friendly guy downstairs gave me a banana for no reason. <laughs> Ellie said, your mother wouldn't like that. Uh, through a not-so-random chain of events, I met Juan Valdez at a private film screening of Bruce Almighty. <laughs> My uncle Jay worked for, he worked in PR for like the National Coffee Association, and there was a... a and Juan Valdez made an appearance in the movie Bruce Almighty, which I think is when Jim Carrey becomes God. I don't really remember. Anyway, he, he greeted me and said, Ketel. And I said, it's nice to meet you. Um, and my mom's lipstick stayed on the entire day. It was like the new, this new technology of lipstick. It's like those liquid lipsticks that now everyone... It was new at the time, so it was, I thought it was cool. Later, I heard stuff I liked on the phone... Um, blue and white. The sh I have no idea what those things were. Like I, so it's kind of like uh, when before I started drawing comics, I I always drew. I w I went to art school and I w thought of myself as like a fine artist, and I did these large drawings um, that were about my. They always were about my life. I never realized. I like. I think I I, uh, I just couldn't not do autobiographical stuff. Um, but I didn't realize that I did that until I started working in a literary format, and autobiography is a category of, of books. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm an 
that's I was like, what's my niche? And then I realized it was autobiography. But um, but I before I did comics and introduced words into my work, I thought that what made my art good was that there were no words and that no one knew what I was talking about. So I might be talking about... Because like in real life, I like talk a lot and I like go on too long and people's eyes glaze over and like they're like, okay, well, you know, cool story about your boyfriend, whatever, like I don't care. But like if I drew this mysterious drawing about the time when I was in the car and my boyfriend told me to make a wish on an eyelash and all I could possibly wish for was for us to not break up. You know, it was like, it looked cooler than it was. And, uh, and so I, when I started drawing comics, I was like, how much do I include and how much do I keep to my, you know, how much do I keep, keep, uh, you know, like I didn't know how I didn't want to, I didn't know how to like um, manage how much to put in. I wanted to I was like personal necessarily, but like I thought if I said too much, it would make people it would alienate people. Um, but now I just don't know what these comics are about. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is at my job. Um, I worked at the American Folk Art Museum as an as editorial assistant, and then I got uh, upgraded to assistant editor with uh, no pay. And um, and uh, that was a really amazing job. It was it was like this weird hybrid of publishing and nonprofit and museum work. Um, and my first boss, Rosemary, was like this really dynamic, dazzling lady. And uh, and she was about to retire. And one of her favorite. Um, things that she liked to say at work was, we're not saving lives here. So, <laughs> so it was sort of an easygoing appro- uh, approach towards editing. Um, and uh, so, so here I am looking through ads, and I say, so am I looking for like really nitpicky stuff, like uh, dumb apostrophes or whatever? And she says, no, you're just making sure none of the ads, ads accidentally say shit. <laughs> Um, this is May 24th, 2003 at the Peking Duck House on Mott Street for my cousin Jeffrey's 35th birthday. And my pregnant cousin Rebecca says, uh, her fortune read, you are almost there. And her husband says, a golden egg of opportunity is about to fall in your lap. <laughs> and then I made a note saying that these are not even re- close resemblances to Rebecca and John. Um, I also didn't have the internet at that time, like, really very, like, as much as I have it now, and so I had to, like, I couldn't remember what things looked like a lot of the time when I was drawing, and now you can, like, look on the internet and remember, or, you know. (laughs) Anyway, um, this is a really deep one. Uh, Your hair looks pretty today, Tanya. Did you do something special to it? No, but I didn't use conditioner. (laughs) Katie, what shampoo do you use? Just suave. My hair looks pretty good, too. Maybe it's the weather. (laughs) Um, This morning sucked at 7.43. Uh, After work, I just got back into bed. I might have a cold, I guess. I got dumped on the phone right before work. It's fine. (laughs) 